0: Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five Ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this.
1: The Tangents of Squeak continue all the way to episode 402 of the Five Ish Fangirls Podcast, and I'm the newest dwarf on the block. You can call me squeaky. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the 5-ish fangirls podcast. So like join us. let's start off like a doer from the virtual table and see who joins us this week. This is Brittany Bavadio. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in the diamond mine. How are you, everybody? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I came down with the world's worst cold late last week if you listen to last week's gold standard i sounded an awful lot like this and it's uh, and i thought that that's as bad as worse as it was as bad as it was gonna get oh no oh no (laughs) by friday morning it was it was everything it was coughing it was a runny nose It was body aches. It was everything. And I was just miserable. But I've gotten over the worst of it. Problem is with all the coughing, my poor throat has been ravaged. And it's protesting. Like seven dwarves (laughs) have gone after it with their pickaxes. So at the moment, I sound like I have not gone through puberty yet, which I have, I promise. Um... Be really weird if I hadn't. Uh, so, yeah, but otherwise, I'm fine. I still have a little bit of a cough, but even that, for the most part, it's gone. It's just I sound ridiculous at the moment. So, and how long this will last, I have no idea. So, I figure let's just go with it. Whatever. This is about the only talking I have to do in a day, anyway. So, what am I resting the rest of the day for? For this. So, There you go. You're welcome. Happy New Year to me. (laughs) Anyway, let's do the news, which there actually isn't a whole lot of news, uh, except the bit of news that I realized that I forgot to add after the fact, and then Shalane made sure to bring it up in her feedback (laughs) that we will mention here shortly. Uh so but yeah, I totally totally forgot that this was a thing that the Disney slash Marvel announced on Stan Lee's birthday, which was in between Christmas and New Year's, it would have been Stan's 100th birthday. But wow. there is a documentary about Stan that will be be coming out presumably at some point this year. When we do not know. But uh yeah, so we're getting a I guess, comprehensive Stanley document. I'm sure we'll see a lot of familiar faces in this documentary and hear a lot of stories that we've probably heard before. But hey, you know, it's Stan the Man. Why not? I mean, 100 years. I mean, he would have turned 100 literally, you know, a few days before we switch over into the year where the Walt Disney Company is turning 100. So, wow, yeah, that says something mm-hmm. about the folks of that generation Stan Walt. Mm-hmm. It's all good. So, yep, but yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see more details as they are announced. So, um, but other than that. Uh housekeeping, like I said, newest episode of Gold Standard out in the feeds. You can listen to our review of Forrest Gump, Yay. where I sound like this the entire time. <laughs> and
0: Rachel, you know what? I'm going to uh, take over feedback for you to save your voice a little bit here, if okay. sounds okay with well, Okay.
1: Thankfully Shalane's feedback is fairly short unlike the feedback from Aaron I got to read on gold standard. Oh boy. I'm just teasing Aaron. We appreciate your <laughs> we appreciate your long feedback wherever you may send it whichever show. We appreciate the the support the fact that you take the time to write such long feedback is a, it's a, it's a good thing. So. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, right. what- yeah. Okay. we got feedback uh, from Shalane yes
0: we did so from Shalane she says happy new years ladies I thought you girls Ooh. were going to kick off the new year by going back to your review of the 2022 episode no we don't need to relive <laughs> that no uh, sometimes those years in review the past couple of years they were like nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. yeah yeah no. <laughs> let let's salt and burn and start fresh and sage shall we (laughs) uh then she goes on to say you girls missed the trailer of the stanley documentary that will be on disney plus this new year uh that was announced on stanley's 100th birthday rachel you just brought that up Mm -hmm. her next point uh Also, I think you girls should talk about your favorite reality shows if you girls love reality shows. Well, let's see. Reality shows for me, uh, Every Now and Again, Chopped, Masked Singer, I kind of, I catch here and there, I've kind of fallen off. And I haven't watched Survivor in years.
1: I don't watch reality shows. I barely watch regular TV as it is. Reality shows. (laughs) Yeah, I, I occasionally watch
0: competition shows. That's the mm-hmm. closest reality I get to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her next bit is uh, with our actors in the hat that we pulled. Um, the only movies and TV shows that uh, Shalane's seen John Lithgow in are Shrek, Harry and the Hendersons, The Crown, Footloose, Orange Country, Interstellar, Pitch Perfect 3, Rise of the Planets of the Apes, and Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Uh, for Woody Harrelson, uh, Hunger Games, Now You've Seen Me, oh, I forgot about that one, the Han Solo movie, and Venom 2. And for Alex Kingston, she's only seen the Gilmore's Girl sequel. So, How have we
1: not turned you into a Whovian yet, Shalane?
0: I know, exactly, Shalane. You need to watch the episodes of Alex Kingston. You, I think you will fall in love with River Song. Uh, something tells me uh, your sister will probably try to fix that sometime in the near future. <laughs> if not, we will try to. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> so Thank you so much, Elaine, for your feedback. It's always appreciated. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, this week we are going to do something we've done a few times already because it just so happens that over the holiday break, although technically it was before Christmas because it premiered on December 21st, but still, uh, Recently was the eighty fifth anniversary of the release of Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Doors, which is always you know it, it's obviously a very important film, which we'll get into. Um very important not just you know, very important for the film industry and Hollywood, but obviously also very important for the Walt Disney company because without snow white really uh i don't think we'd be celebrating 100 years of the walt disney company now <laughs> so, i think
0: you are right rachel so, I think you are absolutely right you know,
1: it's it's only i think it's only appropriate with the 85th anniversary and now disney's kicking off the you know the 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 whatever 100 years it's not platinum uh you know super duper 100th anniversary you know celebration this year that we should talk about the the og disney princess the one that helped start it all with snow white um of course like most fairy tales and princesses that we've talked about this point because we've done beauty and the beast and mulan right is it only the two so far i think so yeah um That uh, the 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 history of the and the story and origins of these princesses goes way before Walt and his animators got their hands on said stories. Um, so, uh, and of course, Snow White uh, comes from well, most people most i'm doing big air quotes here mm-hmm. most people agree that the snow white that most people again air quotes recognize elements wise again belongs to the grim brothers mm-hmm. uh we get a lot of our the Disney fairy tales can be traced back to the Grimm brothers stories there are some stories that have one or two elements that we might recognize as snow whiteish free grim brothers even going back to like the 1600s um but most people agree that it's the grim brothers because that's got the most components that most know. people will recognize um of course even then Things have changed over time. Even the Grimm Brothers version changed over time. Their version of Snow White was first published in their first book of fairy tales in 1812. But that story kept getting revised and had its final revision published in 1854. So wow. even the Grimm Brothers Snow White was revised over and over again over the course of more than 40 years. <laughs> so but again a lot of the things that we recognize are part of it um obviously the disney version extremely sanitized although as far as some of the other fairy tales that we've talked about and the ones that we will in the future um we're looking to you cinderella and uh although and the Little Mermaid, although the Little Mermaid's not the Grim Brothers, that's Hans Christian Andersen, but still. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Some of the other Disney princesses who we've not gotten into yet, their origin stories are very, very dark <laughs> mm-hmm. and don't necessarily have the happiest endings. Again, I'm looking at you, Little Mermaid. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, this one has a happy ending, actually, even the Grimm Brothers, Although it takes a bit more to get there. Um, again, depending on which version you read, but the I, the idea is that once upon a time, you know, there was a woman, she was a queen, uh, she was sitting uh in her castle one day in winter time, sewing while looking out the window, and she accidentally pricks herself with her needle and some lots, uh, some droplets of blood fall. Onto the snow that's on the windowsill. And she looks at it and she's like, Oh, I wish I had a daughter whose, you know, lips were as red as the as the blood from my fingers, and skin as white as the snow, and black as the 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 stone that create, you know, that creates this window. Um, and then she ends up having a baby girl and dies. Um, although in some versions it is Snow White's actual birth mother that becomes the evil queen which is like you got what you wished for and now you're jealous of her beauty what the hell is wrong with you uh (laughs) but in most cases the the mother dies the king snow's father remarries the stepmother uh is is extremely vain and therefore jealous of snow white forces her to dress in rags um has a magic mirror that she's constantly asking who's the fairest of them all and that's one of those mandela effect things she never says mirror mirror on the wall it's magic mirror on the wall who's the fairest one of all um uh and then you know the for while snow is still little hasn't gone through puberty yet essentially uh The 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 mirror is all like you are my 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 queen until Snow White reaches a certain age. Again, it varies on the which version you're consuming. Um in so in the one case she's like seven <laughs> when all the crap goes down with the huntsman. Um in the Disney version, she's like 11, 12, something like that. She's young. Um and um you know the the mirror is all like you know your 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 stepdaughter snow white she's the fairest in the land and of course the queen's like oh i can't have that um so she take makes the huntsman go out into the woods to kill snow white the huntsman can't do it uh tell snow to run away so she does he ends up killing an animal again it varies uh, returns it to the the queen. Something the Disney movie left out is the fact that the queen eats the heart. Uh, which is gross. Um, leave the leave leave the heart eating to Daenerys. Um, <laughs> um and then Snow eventually stumbles across the house of the dwarves. Lets herself in. Uh makes herself a home. They come home, find her, realize she's the princess, realize that you know she needs protecting. She becomes friends with them. Eventually, the queen finds out that Snow's still alive. And in the Grim Tale, she makes three attempts on Snow's life. First, she goes in disguise, uh, selling uh laces for her bodice. Um, and, uh, offers, uh, a, you know, real nice pretty ribbon or whatever for Snow's bodice of her dress and, uh, offers to tie it for her, ties it so tight that Snow passes out, uh, from lack of oxygen. She pulls an Elizabeth Swan, essentially, uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean, for the, the first movie, um, and, uh. And, uh, but then the, the doors come back and, uh, d- do like Jack Sparrow, loosen up the bodice and she can breathe again and she's fine. Uh, so then the, the queen comes back a second time in a different disguise, uh, with hair combs, like the, not the type to like brush your hair, but the type to like, if you put your hair up to hold it in place, um, and she's poisoned the comb, but she convinces Snow White to take one. And put it in her hair. Snow succumbs to the poison, and uh, the queen takes off, thinking she she's won. The <clears throat> dwarves come back, pull the comb from Snow's hair. She wakes up. Apparently, this girl's really resilient to poison. Either that, or the Eva Queen is really sucky at making poison that only lasts for so long. Um. So then the queen's like Dag Nabbit. Third time's a charm. Uh, so this time she goes uh, as the old hag with the apples. Uh, obviously, the the apples are poisoned. Um, and at this point, Snow White's become very paranoid um, on her own, and also because of the dwarfs' <laughs> insistence um, that she really, really, really needs to be careful about who she talks to and not letting any strangers in the house. Um, so this time the queen shows up and is all like, "You know, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I don't even want to come in the house. I just want to give me an apple." And of course, Snow's like, "I don't know about that." Um, and the the queen, yeah, you know, the the queen in disguise is like, "Oh, dearie, don't worry about it. Look, I'll even take a bite of the apple too, because she only poisoned one half of the apple. She was smart. She was thinking ahead. So she takes a bite out of the side that's not poisoned." And then Snow is like, oh, that's fine. So then she takes a bite of the side of the apple that is poison and, of course, immediately plops on the ground. (laughs) The queen takes off uh, and the uh, dwarves come home, find Snow's seemingly lifeless body are like a crap and nothing they do seems to fix it. So they put her in the glass coffin because she's so beautiful that they don't want to put her in the ground. Um and in one version of the tale, like she's in this coffin for like 7 years and she keeps growing. Which you think wow. would have been a clue that maybe she's not dead. So then so they have some, to keep making her a new coffin to like some sort of suspended animation. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's not a thing that the dwarves are aware of. Um even though they, you know they got magic witches and and stuff, um, or for D anD D players, an extended rested repose. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, she keeps growing, so they have to keep making her bigger glass coffins. Um, and eventually, the prince shows up, and he's all like, "Oh, she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Please let me buy her." And the dwarves are like, No, we're not gonna let you buy her, buy you weirdo. Her. <laughs> um, and the and the prince is like, oh, okay. So he comes back like the next day, and he's all like, Can I just have her? <laughs> and the dwarves are like, Oh, that's okay. Because <laughs> apparently, you know, buying her was too weird, but he can just have her. Consent, and not a
0: thing back then, I'm guessing.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Um Again, it's these not the... like we
0: have that grand opening scene from Once Upon a Time with Prince Charming barreling on that white horse.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> to exactly. come to the rescue. Yeah. So apparently this time the dwarves are like, Oh no, that's okay. You can just have her if you want. Uh, so the prince is like, sweet, so he takes her back to his castle, um, and continues to watch over her seemingly dead body um and apparently uh like it totally consumes him and all of his like servants in his castle trying to you know keep this this dead woman's body like pristine you know make sure the glass is shiny you know you don't have any fingerprints on it and make sure the gold of the coffin is all shiny and that sort of thing um until one day again varies from version in one version one of his servants gets so like pissed off that they're being forced to work to like keep this coffin pristine for this dead body that he takes Noah's body out of the coffin and starts like messing with it like she's a giant like rag doll or something and that forces the bit of apple out of her throat and Ah. and she's suddenly awake again in another version when the prince has taken possession of her while they're traveling to his castle one of the servants helping carry the casket stumbles and that causes the piece of poison apple to dislodge from her throat and suddenly she's alive either way she she didn't she even wasn't she was choking but also poisoned but again the queen's poison can't be that good a poison if all you need to do is remove it so it's no longer touching your victim's body and they're perfectly fine i don't know um they i guess they did not know how well poison worked in the 1800s i have no idea but either way snow white's awake the prince is absolutely thrilled so like yay let's get married um and so they immediately plan their wedding and uh, for some reason, this entire time, however long it's been, again, whichever version you're reading, it could have been weeks, it could have been years. Uh, apparently this entire time, the queen has been convinced that she was successful this time and has not been consulting the magic mirror. But it just so happens the day of Snow White's wedding, she decides she needs to ask the mirror who's the fairest of them all. And the mirror's like, the prince's bride (laughs) um the 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 woman that the prince is about to marry is the fairest of the land but the mirror does not know that that's snow white neither is queen uh they just know that there's now this new this new chicken town that apparently Mm -hmm. is super hot hotter than the queen and the queen was like, well, I can't have this. I need to find out who this hot new hot chick is. So, and she, she, does the sneaks <laughs> yeah, so she sneaks over to the prince's castle as the wedding's going on. You know, as the wedding ceremony is about to start and sees that it's Snow White. And she's like, well, screw this. I'm just going to strangle her or whatever. So she goes, she goes after Snow White. And of course the prince is all like. Uh, oh, no, you like, do, not yeah, he's like, uh, no, you don't, so the the evil queen is immediately captured, um, and as punishment for trying to kill Snow White so many times, uh they have uh shoes made for her out of hot red hot iron mm-hmm. that are forced that she's forced to wear and dance until she drops over dead, uh-huh, and then when she's dropped over dead. Then he and Snow White get married and live happily ever after. Yep. That is essentially the Grimm Brothers version of Snow White and the Sun Dwarfs. mm mm-hmm. Way <laughs> different. <laughs> so you get Snow White Disney sanitized. Oh, yeah,
0: because you try to see Disney trying to explain this to the board and like, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, obviously, there's a a significant amount of time between 1812, the first publishing, and 1937 when the Disney movie is released. Uh, There have been lots of other versions of Snow White in various forms uh, that have been released um, There was there's been there were stage versions. Um, there was actually the stage version in 1912. So 100 years after the first original printing was the actually when the dwarves got individual names. I don't know what they were called before I guess just the dwarves. They were like the Beatles and they didn't have their own names. They were just collectively known as the dwarves. I'm not entirely sure. So, check these out for names that the dwarves had in 1912 Blick, Flick, Glick, Snick, Flick, Wick, and Quee. Quee was the youngest huh. at a spry 99 years old and apparently was a kleptomaniac okay <laughs> interesting yes so so we yeah. have a dwarf niffler <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's it's a stage version that gave walt the idea or it, you know introduced walt to the idea of a you know a performing You know, somebody performing a version of the Snow White Tale instead of just reading it in a book. Um, he saw it um in about nineteen sixteen when he was a kid living in Kansas City. Uh he saw a stage version of it. Or no, it was a film, it was a live action film. Um sorry, still, um but uh but he he absolutely loved it. You know, he's like uh he said uh, he said to me, I thought it was a, a perfect story. I had the sympathetic dwarves and things, I had the prince and the girl, the romance, I had the heavy. I just thought it was a perfect story. Of course, it would still be a little while before he got to make his own version. Um, first, he needed to film the Walt Disney Company with his brother Roy in 1923. Um, and then, uh, obviously, very successful with. Eventually, Mickey Mouse debuting in 1928. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, And, uh, you know, very successful with things like the Mickey Mouse cartoons, the Silly Symphonies, you know, all these sorts of things. But Walt definitely being Walt. I don't know how many times we've talked about Walt on here and Will again. That Walt was always pushing. The boundaries uh and expectations of entertainment um and this was uh no no exception um and he realized that feature length film especially cartoons if done right could potentially be extremely lucrative um so that's what he Wanted to do. Gosh darn it. Um, Now in 1933. Mary Pickford. Who people may know from. Peter Pan. uh, Among other things. uh, Approached Walt about doing a hybrid. Live action. Animation. Film version of Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Because he had already done the Alice comedies you know the shorts so he'd already proven he could do the combination of live action and animation but unfortunately uh pair was a paramount yeah paramount already had a alice in wonderland film in production so they scrapped that then they thought about maybe doing um uh. Yeah, uh do 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 what was it? Um a uh Rip Van Winkle starring Will Rogers, but Paramount owned the rights to that, so they couldn't do that. And then they were considering doing uh Babes in Toyland, uh, which didn't they end up doing Babes in Toyland later? I think. Yeah, uh-huh. they did with the net and a cello
0: and um yeah. It wasn't Frankie Adam, it was this another teen idol, idol, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh this is the early 30s. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, they thought about maybe doing babes in Toyland, but um that didn't work either because uh Hal Roach, uh who is a producer, uh, got rights to make his own version, film version, uh a operetta version of Babes in Toyland star- starring Laurel Hardy.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So finally in 1934, Walt was like, Snow White and the Seven Doors, that's what we're going to do. Because he'd seen that, that silent version in 1916. He's like, that's what we're going to do. So Walt being Walt, of course, told the New York Times in the summer of 1934 that they were going to do A feature length cartoon that at the time they were just calling Feature Symphony Um, and he thought that it was going to cost $250,000 to make which in 1930s money is a lot and that's about 10 times more than what the Silly Symphony shorts a single one of those would cost (laughs) so a lot of money and it ended up being a whole lot more than that. <laughs> but we'll get to that. But walt being he he's like, no, we can do it. Absolutely. We'll get to work on it. Uh, so they did all you know, they did all sorts of things, you know. He would uh he had all of his um animators uh take classes because most of them actually weren't trained cartoonists. They'd all come from things like newspaper. Um, so uh, the idea of doing cell animation, you know, hand-drawn where, you know, each every piece of plastic, you know, that cell, every single one, you know, it was just a, you know, a slight little bit of movement. Most of his animators were not actually trained in how to do that. Now, that being said, the fact that it was cell animation is what makes Snow White and the Seven Doors has the, have the distinction it does. It technically is not the first feature-length animated film. It is the first feature-length cell animated film. That is a distinction. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the process was for the for the film that came before it. Um, I guess it, it's one of those things. Just this is this was such a big splash that whatever came before it is just kind of rode off into obscurity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, nobody, nobody cares about what came before Snow White this the Seven Dwarves. Mm-hmm. Somewhere there's a poor little feature link cartoon going. What about me? Uh, Probably not. It was probably thrown in the trash somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> or or or
0: kind of the Eeyore.
1: Yeah. Thanks. For noticing me, I yeah. guess. Yep. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so Walt had his team working really, really hard because this was this was something that had not been done before. And of course, you know, when war got out that this is what Walt and the studio were doing. Everybody thought it was us. Even his own wife tried to talk him out of it at one point. And, you know, Lillian was like Walt's biggest supporter. So when Lillian is like, yeah, you know, honey, you may want to rethink this. <laughs> you know, Walt's really, really, you know, like <laughs> putting it out there uh, and and testing the limits and going outside the box uh, but Walt was Walt was determined, and we all know when Walt Disney puts his mind to something, it's very very hard to stop him. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, so he made his his cart. You know, his his animators uh, take lessons. Uh, you know, he they would have nights where, uh, you know, they would have the the storyboard up on the wall. I, I you know. A lot of people have probably seen at least the the little clip of Walt acting out the uh, a scene with the the witch, uh, you know, the evil queen when she's disguised as the old hag. But Walt went through the process of acting out like the entire movie, and acting out all the parts for his team, so that they would know exactly what he wanted. You know, they use a lot of live action references you know, body doubles um, and that sort of thing. In some cases, like the, the, uh, the, the silly song where the dwarves are just playing their instruments and then Snow starts dancing with them and stuff. A lot of that was them just taking the live action footage that they had to reference and essentially tracing over it with the characters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh yeah the and unfortunately like i said 250,000 wasn't going to cut it that 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 budget blew ballooned super high to the point where Walt had market, mortgaged his house and then that's he had mortgaged like everything he owned um and that still wasn't enough uh, so he ended up having to go to the bank to try to get a loan for $250,000. Um, and they had enough of the movie like in the can, as it were.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So from what I remember the, reading, yeah. Yeah, he took it to the bank to show the loan officer, the guy at the bank, what he was working on. And when he showed it to the guy at the bank, the guy the guy at the bank was like, "Dude, you this is gonna make bank. Here's your loan, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> that
0: that that meme.
1: Yeah, <laughs> shut up, take the money. Yeah, really, Yo. it's like shut up and take this money. Finish this. Finish this movie, Dag Nabbit. It's going to be yes. a sensation. Where's uh, the rest? <laughs> yes." Yeah. Uh so uh so yeah they they did finish the movie obviously to the tune of almost 1.5 million dollars wow that's a little and this is not that's not that's that's in that day's money that's not like today's money that is in 1930s money almost sh- 1.5 million dollars which is a lot especially for a cartoon yeah <clears throat> i mean
0: considering 1930s i don't even want to try to do the conversion to figure out what in the heck will be today's money yeah Yowza. yeah Yowza.
1: yeah you know and like the country had been through a recession
0: earlier yeah. that
1: decade you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even a recession a depression mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you know that's uh that's that's a lot that was a (laughs) lot of money uh Mm -hmm. so but uh you know for 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 better for worse they finished it it premiered december 21st 1937 at the carthay circle theater in hollywood and was an absolute smash immediately absolute smash (laughs) so uh it ended up having uh another red carpet premiere in new york and then one in like miami or something um then it got full general release uh february 4th uh 1938 so uh, slightly under a month from now will be the 85th anniversary of its general release to the public um and earned 4.2 million just in the US and Canada during its initial theater release um and then once it was released internationally it made another almost 8 million internationally so I think I think they did good Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yep and it's been re-released in theaters num uh, quite a handful of times. Um of course it's been released on VHS, Laserdisc, DVD, Blu-ray, you know, lots of home lots of home releases. Um, so I think I think I read adjusted for inflation and everything in its lifetime in the in the 85 years since its initial release it's made like 480 something million dollars or something like that so not bad for a movie that went over budget like six times <laughs> mhm <laughs> uh uh-huh. 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 And of course, famously won a honor, you know, a specialty Oscar um, at the 11th Academy Awards for uh, being as a significant screen innovation, which has charmed millions and pioneered a great new entertainment field. Um, and then Walt, of course, famously getting the large Oscar with the seven little ones uh, presented mm-hmm. to him by Shirley Temple. Um which again i don't know where those i don't know where those are on display now the the particular set they were on display for the longest time at disney's hollywood studios in florida and then they were temporarily removed i think i told this story on gold standard i think And I may have to, I'm sure I'm talking about it on on here too. Um, Mm -hmm. It sounds
0: familiar.
1: Yeah. I'm sure I talked about when we talked about Walt. Um, Mm -hmm. They were, yeah, they were on display um, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It was really cool because they put it in the room it was in with the case was in the center of the room and it was a round case. So they were displayed in a way that you could walk around and see all eight Oscars um the big one and then the seven little ones um and then they took them out temporarily to give them to loan them to the movie production side of it so that they could be on display in walt's office and saving mr banks Mm -hmm. i believe Is where they can be seen. That Um, sounds right. And then. Presumably. They went back. But then I have not been to the studio. Since 2017. So. I don't think. They're still. There. I'm sure they're on display. Somewhere. I just don't know where because i don't think they were on dis. i don't think they're on display at this museum in san francisco i don't think maybe they are i don't know somebody out there that's up on these things somebody tell me where's the where's the big oscar and the seven little ones because i know i don't know where they're located now i know where they were Oh, well, you know seven eight years ago <clears throat> but i've seen them in person is, is the point i'm trying to make um they are really cool it is really cool to see the seven little ones <laughs> just think that the academy was all like what if we made a big one and the seven little ones that would be really catchy and Ch- you know chintzy and people would go oh isn't that sweet and how unique and how original no one else will ever have anything like that yeah no snow white should have won mm-hmm. the academy award for best picture that year it wasn't even nominated because um, that was the year that gone with the wind won i think it should have gone to snow white <laughs> but. That's just me. I'm pretty sure I made that argument on gold standard when we talked Gone with the Wind. Um, So. But, uh, so yeah. So Snow White, uh, obviously, because it was so successful, allowed the studio to continue to try new things. Obviously, make way more fairy tales. And now we have a whole gamuts of disney princesses um it, you know it allowed walt to to finance things that maybe at the time weren't financially successful things like fantasia but over time mm-hmm. have have come to you know get the recognition that they deserve um
0: i not sure exactly how 100 percent true this is i kind of did a google search about the statues Mm-hmm. According to a Reddit thread and movie details, they believe that the originals are still in San Francisco, and that there was a replica of the awards in Orlando. So I'm not 100%. Take that as yeah, what it's worth a grain of salt because yeah. I'm coming up with that's the only thing I've been able to find. There's no. I mean, true if it, the the museum source.
1: in San, yeah the museum in San Francisco would make. Sense as well,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, because it, it's still public, so people can see them fairly easily as long as you can get to the museum in San Francisco. As opposed to having them like on display, display, but not necessarily in a public place,
0: mm-hmm. like at
1: the actual working studio in California, right? Where unless you're there on a special tour or you work there, you would never see them. <clears throat> So they have to. I'm sure they are someplace where the general public could see them, right? Uh, so yeah, and I'm I'm sure that uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Walt has so many Academy Awards for a man that never won <laughs> a Best Picture ever. He's got. He's one of the the most decorated people in the history of the academy awards but it's all for the short animated category because that's what you had for the longest time so occasionally he'd win a short documentary for his like nature type things um but yeah the shorts category is where where walt uh walked away with most of his his oscar statues <clears throat> No, um, but, uh, yeah, so Snow White, um, obviously very important, uh, very important for merchandising, of course, <laughs> as Yogurt likes to say, merchandising, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, so, uh, you know, she's uh all over the place uh you know the the snow white that we recognize from the cartoon with the the dark hair and the blue bodice and the red bow and the yellow skirt is a character you can see in all of the disney parks uh you know, when they have the princesses and their princes together, that's when you see Prince Charming, because he never gets a name. Um, the Evil Queen is a character uh, that she is a meetable character as well, along with the Seven Dwarves. Um, although you don't see the Seven Dwarves out in the parks during the daytime during regular park hours very often they tend to only come out during these special events like the christmas party and the halloween party uh because they, they once you get all seven together they take up a lot of space uh <laughs> so yeah um, but well i've met i've met all seven doors. um yeah um there was the attraction uh which i will have the the link to the the youtube video uh About the history of the attraction, the attraction still exists in California and in some of the foreign parks. Um, what always cracks me up is when the attraction was originally open, which it was a an opening day attraction in california uh yeah you know, it was it was a Disneyland OG original um, Snow White is nowhere in the attraction. Because the guests were supposed to be taking the role of Snow White and experiencing her adventure like you were her. But apparently that was too cerebral for the guests and were very confused and would constantly ask where is Snow White in this Snow White ride. It was also extremely dark and scared. Not dark isn't dark light level although it was kind of dark right. light level wise but it was dark like scary dark <clears throat> they they took like that whole bit where it's so like it's you know it's told to run away by the huntsman and she starts freaking out in the middle of the woods they just took that <laughs> and ran with it uh
0: oh, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah uh, that was the, scary enough original...
0: watching it when I was younger, and on the rewatch, I was still like, Yeah, it still holds up.
1: I still got a little bit a
0: yeah,
1: just in the original <laughs> attraction. So, eventually, the Imagineers are like, Oh crap, well, we need to fix this. So, then they renamed it to Snow White Scary Adventures so that people would know that it can be scary, and Snow White actually appears in it now. Um, and they also changed some other stuff too um and you can like i said the you can still write it in disneyland the well disney world magic kingdom version uh was closed when the fantasyland expansion happened and now we have the seven dwarves mine train ride which is really really cool um it's uh it's a, a roller coaster, but it's not like a like a super like heavy duty coaster, but you're riding in these mine cars, but the mine cars instead of just sitting in like you know, regular roller coaster like seat, they're hinged. So we like when you go around turns and stuff, you swing side to side. And if you get somebody that like Sasquatch here behind me, that's got some literally throw his weight around you can get some good swinging swinging action going <laughs> a lot of fun uh but mm-hmm. some of the some of the original animatronics from the original snow white scary uh scary adventures ride are in it um so they weren't just like you know rip the ride out toss him in the trash uh, they did, they did reuse a, a number of them and the, the, the attraction is, is, is pretty cool. Um, so, um, and then, uh, you know, she, uh, Snow White has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She was the first female fictional character to get one. Mickey Mouse, I think, was the first fictional character. Uh, But uh, Snow White was the first fictional female character to have her somewhere Miss Piggy is throwing a fit. But sorry, Mm -hmm. she came first. (laughs) Um, And uh, let's see. Um, And obviously, she shows up in a lot of places. Obviously, we have... Um, our once upon a time version of mm-hmm. Snow slash Mary Margaret, um, and Prince Charming who finally gets a name,
0: uh, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> David, um, uh, yep. and of course the Evil Queen in Regina. Uh-huh. Uh <clears throat> So, uh, so um, there's that uh, the descendants. Um if you've ever watched any of the, the descendant stuff, the evil queen's kid, um, um, uh Evie, <laughs> her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um and apparently Dopey's son uh our characters <laughs> appear in the descendants, so, uh, so. Um, the, you've got Snow White's Rado at Disneyland and Tokyo Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, and then there's also a, uh, wishing well located, um, next to both the castles in Disneyland and Hong Kong and, uh, Tokyo um so um you can go to you can go to the you know to the wishing well and make a wish it's a very popular location for wedding pro- marriage proposals mm-hmm. um and the like uh so um but uh, sometimes you can see snow white there uh sometimes she's elsewhere in the parks <coughs> Um so, but uh you know, obviously yeah, you know, so white is significant as a cultural touchstone. Um but it's more of what Walt did with the story and able to turn that turn it into a I mean, these days, you know, I, I rewatched just for the, the hell of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's like 82, 83 minutes long, which these days is short compared to what we're used to. Uh, for, you know, for what is considered feature, I think 70, it's either 75 or 80 minutes is considered feature length mm-hmm. um, nowadays um so it's technically it still counts um but it's a it's a it's a short little you know jaunt for a film it does it it's over before you know (laughs) because it's it's Mm -hmm. like 80 something minutes like oh my god this is so short Mm -hmm. uh but that was the thing at the time is people are like who's gonna sit through an 80 minute cartoon and 30. Walt was all like, and I was like, well, yeah, if you if you're doing a like cartoon like what people had seen up to that point, like yeah, Steamboat Willie, obviously, very successful, helped launch Mickey Mouse. Um the Symphony Silly Sim Silly Symphonies were very, very uh lucrative for Walt and the company as as well. But the reason that they were so short is because they weren't really telling a story. It was more just a series of gags strung together in an entertaining way that kind of has a loose plot. Like everybody knows Steamboat Willie. Can it? it it's like if you if you walked up to somebody on the street, even somebody who's huge Dizzy film, and tell me what is the plot of Steamboat Willie. They would probably be like, what? It has a plot? You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have a plot. Uh, it's just fun to look at because you got this funny looking mouse spinning, a, you know, the wheel of a steamboat and, hon- you know, hon- tooting his horn every now and then, whistling and, and all these things. And it sounds cute and it looks cute and the music's a little catchy but it's not necessarily telling a story and that's what walt realized that yeah you could still have gags in there which there are a lot of gags in here that i forgot about um mm-hmm. you know it's partially uh, mm-hmm. I, the reason why i i re it and some of the songs i forgot about too i totally mm-hmm. forgot about forgot about the uh the uh, wash up song Yep. <laughs> then, the then it was a whole thing when Snow White tells <laughs> them to go wash their hands for dinner. Yep. <laughs> so my yeah. favorite's always been the soup song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh but yeah, there's all sorts of there's all sorts of, of visual gags. Most of them are are because of dopey. Um but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's yes. uh but it also tells a compelling story like i said you know the the bit where snow white is running through the woods scared out of her mind even i mean it's not scary to me now but watching it i'm like damn, that's dark Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. like this is kind of kind of evil you know trees are like you know with these really ugly faces like you know the really scary music and snow white screaming and you know it's just Flashing lights and just all this like scary stuff. I'm like, kind of scary. You know, of course the, the 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 evil queen when she does, you know, turns into the hag, that's like it's also kind of scary too, you know. She's like her hands start getting all wrinkly and her hair's flying all over the place and turning white. She's like, ah. you know. Um uh, yeah so the it's it's uh you know you got the the love story between snow white and the the prince who has no name um he's just charming um i saw i forget i think i may have it linked in the show notes um it, i'll have several different videos linked in the show notes or uh, the origin of the actual Snow White fairy tale and then stuff related to the Disney stuff as well. Um, But somebody, I forget which video it was, but somebody commented that their head canon, and a lot of people agreed with them, was that we just don't see it but Snow White and the prince actually already knew each other and had seen each other before in some circumstance that I guess you could build up in your head if you want Um, and they were already in love so when he shows up when she's singing at the wishing well she's not scared because oh there's a strange man who's now like here singing you know trying to duet with me but he's seeing me in my work clothes don't look at me I'm you know I'm not dressed up like you (laughs) like you'd expect me to and that's why she runs away (laughs) because when she yeah because because then it makes more sense when later when the dwarves are like you know tell us the story and she you know she goes to the the you know once there was a princess and they're like oh is the princess you and she's like yes and they're like there was a prince and they fell in love um and wh- that's also why it's not so weird when he like kisses her and then when she's awake she's like oh darling here let's take off and live happily ever after like they just met you know like once before no they've already known each other but for whatever reason mm-hmm like he's never visited her or something um at, at the, this castle and seen her in the, the the rags that her stepmother makes her wear yeah um and obviously the 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 story that they give snow and regina in once upon time a little different mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um just lately just a little um, still good I mean it's oh, a good yeah. it's a good take on yeah. the it's a good take on the origin mm-hmm. story oh, yes. um, though and and obviously yeah we talked about this we talked about when we talked about Enchanted Giselle has a lot of uh-huh. uh snow white mannerisms mm-hmm. like the thing she does with her hands and the singing to the animals you know even mm-hmm. they have a happy cleanup work song yep. uh you know she gets poisoned by an apple. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's uh, uh, yeah. She's the 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 genes, the DNA of Snow White mm-hmm. are very solidly in yes. Disney and are not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. anytime soon. Even as other studios have tried to do their own version, like the 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 Snow White and the Huntsman with with uh, what's her face from Twilight? Um, oh yeah. Uh Kristen
0: Whatever. Uh... Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's her face? Uh... It's,
0: it's, yeah. Mm. Is it Kristen Stewart?
1: Yes. That sounds Maybe. right. Yeah. Something like that. Um. Uh Yes. Oh, she got it. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <Woo-hoo. laughs> yeah um there's a a a um obviously a so white version of the disney villains book series um mm-hmm. so um yeah then, then the the uh the, the twisted tales the kind of the disney princess version of what if uh which I know Shalane has been trying to get me to read. I will, Shalane. I'm just uh, occupied with other things. Um, but they're they're on my to-read list. I, pro- I promise. Um, but in that version, it's what if the Evil Queen poisoned the prince instead? Um, and of course, there's the live-action uh, film that's due out next year, in 2024, um, where uh rachel zegler um who played maria in steven spielberg's west side story um is gonna be playing snow white and gal gadot it's gonna be playing the evil queen (laughs) which that should be i don't know how good i don't know how good the movie is gonna be but uh i am I I can totally envision Gal Gadot as Evil Queen. And I think she's going to be fabulous. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. yes.
0: I mean, I I loved her in Wonder Woman, and I'm just like, okay let let's see how good she can do, uh, evil here. <laughs> really? I am thinking she can pull it off without a hitch. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, but we'll we'll see to see what they decide to. How they decide to approach this one, because let's see, Mark, Mark Webb is directing it, which he did, um The Amazing Spider-Man, the 2012 Spider-Man, and the screenplay was written by Greta Gerwig. So we shall we shall see what they decide to do as far as telling that story whether they'll they'll uh, make it more of a carbon copy like they did with Beauty and the Beast or if they're gonna subvert it a little like they kind of did with Cinderella and Maleficent so Mm -hmm. we shall find out next year I guess So, but I like Snow White. I mean, she's not my favorite Disney princess. I mean, she's kind of the most stereotypical Disney princess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, young, beautiful. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but at least as far as the Disney cartoon is concerned, she doesn't have a lot of depth. Um, yeah, she's obviously very sweet, a little naive, maybe a lot naive. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's, she's the OG and you can't take that away from her. She was here first. Yeah. Disney was like, princesses. Yeah. That's the thing we're going to do now. And she said, here I am. And everyone that's to come after is going to be like, got to stand behind me sweet cheeks mm-hmm. no matter sorry anna nelson no matter how popular you are you came along a lot later so. <laughs> <laughs> people complained about for about how much they were like sick of frozen can you imagine being someone who is alive long enough to see like Snow White get re-released in theaters like five times mm. <laughs> like what we've seen it uh-huh. move on <laughs> something else please
0: don't tell me they added anything extra or edited <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope nope actually although snow white was the first um the it it was in 1993 was the first film to be entirely scanned to digital so that they could clean it up cool so they could digitally remove all the scratches and dust and stuff that had ended up on the on the film but unfortunately with film, once you damage film, you really can't do a whole lot about it. But thankfully with mm-hmm. digital stuff, you can do those things now. Um, so yeah, they were able to go in and digitally remove all the dust and scratches and stuff and scan it to 4K. Um and then reprint it on new film at, at 4K. So the version now that any version that you own essentially after 1993 um, should look a lot better than any version you may have had before that. So, and of course, it's on Disney Plus as well. Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, and in the extras, there are a couple, there's like a 30-minute like making of documentary Along with a couple of shorter behind the scenes things that are like five or six minutes long. And of course a trailer. And there's a couple of scenes that never made it into the final movie. Like the doors building Snow White a bed, apparently. where uh, mm. they decided that they would just all sleep wherever. And she would sleep in their beds. <laughs> she would just crawl across all of their beds. She did, like She was only taking up three when they first showed up. So, technically, they still would have had four even after she took the three that between the seven of them, they could have arranged something so that, you know, like Grumpy wasn't sleeping in the soup pot. Right. You would think. But I guess that wouldn't be nearly as funny as (laughs) you know, like the fly coming and landing on like it's sleepy's nose and curling up in a ball, and it starts snoring itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, gags. Some good gags in there. And some of them are kind of you blink and you miss them. So um mm-hmm. like the animals, not <laughs> animals. But <laughs> Snow White's like, we're gonna clean this house, and some of the animals are like. Um, the the idea of cleaning is not actual (laughs) cleaning. I'm like writing notes. I look over at one point and there's like a deer like licking the dishes. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, ew. (laughs) Pre-wash. And then Snow White's like, no, you put those in the sink. I'm like, oh, okay, that's better. Water and soap (laughs) is good. And then like the two like, I don't know, it's like squirrels, they're yeah, like dusting. The yeah. squirrels, and they're like, We're just gonna put this under the rug, and then Snow White's like, and ah, <laughs> so they put it in a mouse <laughs> hole, and then the mouse is all like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like,
0: wait a minute here. Yeah, this is my home, you're dirty.
1: Yeah, like, wait I just minute.
0: cleaned it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what do you think you're doing? Smart Alex? <laughs>
0: The precursors to Chip and Dale. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one. Not necessarily my favorite, but you can't. Somebody's got to be first. Yeah. <clears throat> and this was not a bad choice on Waltz. Walt's behalf so I'm not (laughs) complaining anybody got anything no not really okay then we'll keep this one short and sweet that way I don't have to talk anymore (laughs) 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 hopefully by next week I'll be better (laughs) <laughs> uh, all right well if any of our listeners have thoughts on snow White and the seven dwarves any iteration the cartoon once upon a time descendants take your pick um any of the books uh you can send us feedback like chelaine did i'm sure chelaine will probably send us feedback uh because mm-hmm. she loves the uh, disney uh, so. Yes, she does. And she's so always good about sending it in. <laughs> yep. Uh, so you can email us. Uh, email address is at gmail at gmail.com or you can go to our website website which is the 5 um, uh, where you can connect with us on all the other social medias and stuff. You can always send us a message that way if you want. Email is always best though. But, you know, whatever um also on our website uh is uh links to the goodreads book club so Mm -hmm. every month we either read a doctor who book related book or listen to a big finish audio um so you can join in a this month's discussion or any of the past discussions because holly Mm -hmm. leaves them open yes Uh, i do you can go check that out uh if you would like to financially support us uh we have our kofi uh we have our uh patreon um or you can buy merch on our red bubble there's that um and then of course also information on the fangirls give back our non for profit that's working on things. Very excited about mm-hmm. things we're working on in the back end. Yeah. So if we can if we can even get like a quarter of the things that I'm you know trying to arrange, 2023 is gonna be awesome. So yeah. <laughs> awesome for us. Awesome for the five-ish fam. Because we love our five-ish fam. Yes, we do, and uh, we really appreciate all the support, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. yeah so, with cool. that, I guess we will sign off for this week so I can shut up. This is Bernie, saying good night. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis Indiana. Hi ho, hi ho, a NyQuil I will go. for listening to the five ish fangirls please visit the fangirls.com for details on how to further support the show along with information on our nonprofit fangirls give back we love our five ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback shares and encouragement remember to keep letting your geek flag fly